Howdy students, and thank you for tuning into our show today. My name is Trevin Davidson, and I'm a junior at Andel High School. This is the first episode of Best Bang for Your Bucks Scholarship Talk, and today we are interviewing a very special guest, Holly Slusher. Holly is a recent high school graduate who is currently enrolled at Wichita State University. She is very familiar with and experienced when it comes to applying for scholarships in today's day and age. I brought her in so she can help us find out more about scholarships in general, as well as some tips and tricks to help obtain them. Well, let's just get right into it with the very first question. So there were $6.1 billion available to students for scholarships in 2016. That seems like a large amount of money available. Why do you think it's so hard to land scholarships? Uh, like for students to get the scholarships, is that what you're asking? Yes. Um, for me, when I was trying to get scholarships, like there's a lot that goes into it. Like it's not just you fill out a piece of paper and then they give you the money. Like you have to show them that you're a good student and that you're worth like them giving money to you because they're not just going to give something to you if they don't think that you're like you earned it. So um, for me, there was a lot of essay writing and a lot of research that I had to do about the scholarship. So like I knew what it was about and like what they exactly what they wanted. So it was a lot of paperwork and like a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just a lot more complicated than like what a lot of people think it is to do. Yes. Yeah. Um, so what do you think some, like what's some things that some students can do to help like increase their chances for getting scholarships? Hundreds of thousands of kids get a 4.0 GPA, and thousands get perfect ACT and SAT score. If so many kids are so impressive how academically, how are less impressive kids supposed to land these scholarships? Um, well, for me, like, I'm not, I wasn't a 4.0. I didn't have a, like, a mini score, but... I also didn't just, I feel like those kids, they're already getting a lot of scholarships from schools, so they're not going to go out and maybe um, do, like, look for more scholarships, so I feel like the kids that maybe have, like, just a 21 or maybe, like, a 3.5, like, that was me. So I found the scholarships that applied more to me. So I applied for, like, an education scholarship because I want to be a teacher. And I applied for, um, like, sports scholarships. And so I got an education scholarship and I got a, like, 
athletic scholarship. So you just got to find what fits you if you're, because every student is different. So, and there's a lot of scholarships that are different. So you just got to find what fits you and not necessarily, um, like if you're not that perfect student, you just got to find the scholarships that you want to do and the ones that you think would fit you best. Yeah, so don't always go for like the big the big scholarships. Go for more like this like a lot of smaller ones. I mean, not necessarily like I got I applied for one that was up like worth up to $40,000 and that was mine through um like because my dad works at the post office, so it was through the post office. But, like, a lot of people applied for that one. But, like, I still I still could have a chance because you never know how many kids are going to apply for it. But I also applied for ones that were just, like, $200 through our school. So. Mm-hmm. So don't, like, just be discouraged from going for the big ones. But So you can still apply for them, but also apply for, like, a lot of smaller ones? Yeah. Okay. Um, Where did you find most of your scholarships at? Um, a lot of them, I just went and talked to my counselors, and there was a lot of local scholarships that I found. Um, and... The local scholarship ones, I wouldn't say they're necessarily easier, but it's not as much information that you have to fill out because you live, like, around there. So those ones, for me, were a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. But, um, like, that bigger one, that one was more information that I had to fill out and more time that I had to put into it, so. Yeah, and, um... Well, there's also going to be, like, a lot less people applying for those local scholarships, right? So you have, like, a better chance of getting them? Yes. So I found that most scholarships send their money directly to the school you plan to attend. Is that how it worked for you? Um, yeah, so mine was, like, 50-50. I know I got a $1,000 scholarship that's... I had to complete, that was for an education one, so I had to complete an education class at Wichita State, and then I would send in my transcript, and they would send the $1,000 directly to me, Uh but um, the $200 one that I got for, like, my athletic one, that one, um, I had to, they had to send it directly to the college, so... Okay, so it kind of changes. So, like, if you get sent directly to you, how do they know you're even going to use it for your school? Like Exactly. That's kind of what I thought because, um, like, I feel like college students, like, sometimes college students are mostly known to be, like, poor and they don't have a lot of money to spend. They just mainly focus on school. So I feel like the scholarships that they give directly to you, maybe they're thinking more of how to use it, like, for yourself in college, not necessarily to buy books or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like, just to live off of and stuff like that? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So, do you like the way, like, would you rather it be sent directly to you or just to your school? Um, that's a hard question, because, like, the $200 one, yeah, that made my bill go down, so that was nice, but also, I'm really excited to get this $1,000 at the end of the semester, so, I don't know, I kind of feel like it's a good balance that some was sent to the school and some was sent to me. Yeah, so you kind of just like it both ways. Um. Yeah. So I found that uh, most students have success when they don't do like the quantity over quality, and they focus more on take like doing better applications for fewer amount of scholarships. Is that um? Is that how you? Is that what you found to be true, or did you um? Did you just like sign up for as many scholarships as possible? So for me, I probably signed up for like fifteen to twenty. And a lot of them, once you kind of get it, like, the grasp, like, what they're asking, it's easier to write, like, the essays. And you can, I honestly use, like, a lot of the same essays. I just changed, like, the names and some of the stuff that they wanted. Like, if they wanted extra stuff, like, mm-hmm. to know what extra um, activities I was in. Or if they wanted less stuff, like, I could just move my one essay that I had and just kind of switch up what each scholarship wanted. So you just kind of reused the exact same essay and just added or took took away, like, what you needed? In the, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's smart. Um, what do you think that the colleges look for in, like, your essays or in your applications? I think they look for students that actually put time and effort and took a little time to research what their scholarship is about because any student could just find a scholarship fill it out and turn it in but like someone that's giving you money they're gonna want you to like know what's going on they're gonna want you to have a grasp of what an understanding and mm-hmm. yeah i don't know yeah so they want more like the more uh they really know, like, what's going on and put in the most effort and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. they want you to value their scholarship, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Which you should if they're giving you money. Yeah. Um. So, at K-State, as soon as you're accepted into this school, they start, like, trying to match you with scholarships that um you, you could get. And then they automatically, like, you, they'll match you with those scholarships and then they'll send you that scholarship. So, do you, did, is that how it worked at WSU, or did you have to go and find each scholarship for yourself? I had to go and find each scholarship for myself. I know um, they sent me some emails of ways that I could find scholarships, but they didn't, like, necessarily pair me up, I guess, with scholarships. Mm-hmm. That would have been helpful. Yeah, that would have been really nice. Uh I didn't see a lot of schools that did that, but, uh, so the fast food industry gives out $5.5 million in scholarships each year. Did you know about these scholarships, and, um, do you know anyone who's gotten one of these scholarships? I personally did not, um, 
And I don't think I know of anyone that got a fast food uh, restaurant scholarship. Uh, but that's the thing. Like, you have to really put time and dedication, and you really have to research, like, what's out there. Because if you don't, then you're never going to know. Mm-hmm. So really look for all the different kinds of scholarships that are out there and um, you have a better ch- chance of getting them, like lots of different ones. Yeah, because, like, I'm a prime example. Like, I didn't know about that, and I don't know anyone that did that. So if you knew about it, that's less people that didn't know about it. So that's a greater chance for you to get that scholarship. Yeah. So for some scholarships, I found that you had to keep a certain GPA throughout the semester to like get more money at the end is this is it do you have a require do you have like this requirement for any of your scholarships or have you heard of anyone having this requirement um i have heard of that i know that for my education class i have to pass the class in order to get the scholarship so Mm -hmm. um and i know there's like other scholarships that you have to have a 3.5 or above or there's even ones where if you keep a 4.0 then um, the money that you get just keeps going up. Yeah, so have you heard of any other requirements like that? Like, maybe you have to, like, live on campus or something throughout the entire time or, um, like, do a ma- certain amount of, like, community service hours while you're in college to, like, get your money or something? Um, I personally haven't, but I'm sure there's other requirements that you have to do. Mm. Uh that would be one thing that you would need to look for when you are applying for the scholarships is to know exactly what the requirements are because you could get the scholarship and then later down the road you don't have that one thing and then you don't get it. Yeah. Have you heard of anyone like losing their scholarships because they didn't look at the requirements? I have, especially like sports scholarships. Like if they don't make the grades then they don't get to play Mm -hmm. uh you keep talking about your athletic scholarships what what was that for um so that was through the school and that one was any student that played a sport throughout high school and kept a certain gpa um you could apply for it so that was one that i received so through, like, Augusta High School, they gave you that one? Yes. Oh. Yes. So did they just give it out to one person, or was that, did they give it out to multiple people? They gave it out to a male and a female. Oh, well, that's cool. I didn't know you got that. Oh. So high school students who come from families who make between 50000 and and 100000 are a lot more likely to be awarded scholarships than kids who come from lower-income families. I think that lots of people would think that this should be the other way around. Um, have you, so how do you think that, do you think this is fair or do you think that lower income or do you think that lower income families should be awarded more scholarships? Um, personally, what I've seen is students that come from lower income families, they don't have to pay as much for college because FAFSA, they, it literally cuts their college down so much what they have to pay and like middle class and like upper class um families that are like sending their kids away they 
have to pay the full amount to go to college. Like they don't get any money taken off or paid for. So um, I feel like it kind of evens out, but I feel like people shouldn't base scholarships off of how much income yeah, the like, parents or the families are receiving. Because that's unfair to the students. So, yeah. um, So what you've seen is that people who come from lower income that you so you've seen that people who come from lower income families actually end up paying less in colleges than people who come from yes. like middle class families. Yes. Okay, so you uh I saw that the University of Kansas doesn't require an ACT score to be uh for some of their scholarships, and there's been a la- there's been a growing movement lately to end ACT, SATs, and all the standardized testings. Do you think that? Do you think that they should get rid of the standardized tests, standardized tests, or do you think they're like a good, good way to measure someone's intelligence and ability to get a scholarship? I mean, I think the ACT score um, is a good thing, but I also don't think that it should be what determines if you get into college or not. Um, I know kids that have gotten a 36 on their ACT and have gone full rides to the college of their dreams. And then there's me that's just like an average student. And um, I'm not like super smart, but like I'm not dumb Mm -hmm. at the same time. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I don't think that the ACT score should determine if you get into a college or not. Yeah, so it's more like you think you should be able to take the ACT, and if you get a good score, maybe you get some scholarships, but it shouldn't be like a requirement just to get into the school. Exactly. Okay. So I found that one of the most common tips online was to make your – essays original and like interesting and kind of eye grabbing so do you have any tips to help like kids write their essays or you know make them more interesting and people want to read them yeah I think one thing is don't just like state facts like make your essay personal and about you because ultimately the scholarship they're awarding you they're not awarding someone that they that they want to hear like you know how sometimes people just write like something because that's what they think that people want to hear yeah that's not always the case um I feel like if you write it more about yourself then that's exactly what they want because if you're writing to a scholarship, they're going to want to know you and what um, makes you and what relates you to that scholarship. Mm-hmm. So don't just write what you think they want to hear. Write more about yourself and be more personal with it. Yes. So did you have to write an essay for all the scholarships that you applied for? Not every single one, but I'd say probably about 75%. So how many scholarships did you actually apply for? Um, I don't remember the exact number. I think like 15 to 20. And how many of those did you end up receiving? Um, 
Um, I think I got five of those. Okay. So you get about like twenty five percent of the that you apply for. Yeah. Okay. So the average on average, two thirds of students receive a scholarship after filling out applications. So do you think that? How do you think students can like up their chances to get more scholarships? Since I think you just you have to like you you can't just complete all the scholarships that you want to do in one day. Like it's a process. It took me weeks and weeks to get all this, all the scholarships that I wanted to fill out done and ready because it's a lot of time and dedication and it's not just something you can throw together in one night. Yeah. So take more time into them and um, like really make them good quality. Yeah. So there are more than 139,000 student athletes in D1 colleges and only 74,000 of them receive scholarships. Do you think that too many like parents and students just bank on the idea that they'll just get a scholarship for athletics and don't, you know, try their hardest in school and apply for other scholarships? Um, I mean, I know a lot of student athletes that are going to college that I feel like they still try their best in school, but I've also seen athletes that when they get to college, they kind of go downhill, I guess, and that mm-hmm. their uh, academics aren't the best. So they just kind of like stop trying because they already know they got the scholarship and they don't think they, it can get taken away from them. Yeah, I feel like sometimes student athletes look that way, mm-hmm. but also I know student athletes that uh really try and at the end of their four years they still have um a good gpa yeah so i saw that a lot of like you can still get a lot of scholarships after you've already graduated high school and are in college and then a lot of people make the mistake of just stop applying for them so have you applied for any scholarships while you're in college I am actually in a sorority, and I know that there are a lot of scholarship opportunities for that. I have not yet um, started uh, applying for any, but um, I am going to soon. So you can get scholarships, and you can get like scholarships because you're in a sorority. Yes. And while you're in the sorority, do you think it helps, like, a lot while you're in colleges? Do you think more people should be in sororities and fraternities? Um, I think it's a great way to meet people and find people to help you get through college. I One of my sisters is a math major, and when I have questions about math, I go to her, and she helps me. And that's ultimately um, one of the greatest things that could have happened to me. So you can you can get a lot of help, with not only your academics, but you know like your personal life, because you'll get a lot of yeah. friends and stuff like that too. Yeah, and I think that also helps college students like with their mental health, like having people that they can go to. Because sometimes in college, like there are students that come from all over the world, and they don't have a single friend when they get here. But I feel like that's an easy way to meet people. 
and have something to do and friends to go out with. It's just an easy way to make a lot of friends and really fast, basically. Yeah, and there's a lot of opportunities that you can get. Like, um, like we work with St. Jude, and so, like, girls that are going into, like, nursing or whatever, they can go, like, into the hospitals and find people, like, and that's just through the sorority. <laughs> So you, yeah, so the sorority not it doesn't only help you in college; it also helps you helps you after you've graduated. Yes. With finding jobs. Yes. Okay. So a lot of scholarships will inform you within a couple of weeks of like the application deadline if you've been if you've been like rewarded the uh, scholarship. Is that how it worked for you? Like, or how long after you applied for that like, applied for the scholarship did you know if you had won or? not been awarded it um so it was towards the end of school i think the deadline for all of the local scholarships was like um in april and then we found out um later in may so probably like a month it took mm-hmm. so it takes like about a month for you to actually know if you've won or not yeah and like the the bigger one that I applied for since, like, COVID happened, they just, um, they pretty much erased everyone's application and they resent us um, another one that we could fill out and that one's not going to be due until um, later in January, so. Oh, so so because of COVID, you got, like, an extension on your application time? Or... Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um... Do you, when did you actually start like looking for your scholarships? Like, um, I probably started looking for them in probably late February, early March of your senior year. Yes. Do you wish you were to start them like start looking earlier, or yes, I do. When would you, if you could like go back in time, when would you have chose to start looking for them? Um. Probably starting at Christmas break because before that, I still didn't know exactly what college I wanted to attend. And then towards um, that time, that's when I figured out that I wanted to go to Wichita State and that um, that's when I knew I could start applying for scholarships at Wichita State. And that's when I found out that there were local scholarships that I could apply for. So, so always start a little bit early. But after you yeah. know where what college you're going to go to? I mean, you don't have to know exactly what college you want to go to. But if you want to apply for scholarships at that school, then that's helpful if you know where you're going to go. Okay. So in 2016, the average student graduated college with $37,000 in debt. What, what do you think uh, some things that students can do to graduate with less debt? I think a great thing to do is to, um, if they're able to, and if their school, like, um, allows, like, I know at Augusta, like, I could take Butler classes, and I completed, like, almost a year of college, and that saved me, like, almost $8,000, 
Oh, so you save a lot of money if you just take college classes while you're in high school. Yes. Okay. So do you think more kids should be taking advantage of that? Taking advantage of that? I I definitely think they should be. Okay. Because it's a great opportunity. Do you think colleges are to blame for the large amount of debt that students face? Or do you think it's a little bit at fault of, like, the older generations who just gave the colleges that money and didn't? You know, um, they just automatically gave them, and now they're just forcing everyone, basically forcing everyone to go to college now. I mean, I feel like a lot of students go to college just because they feel like they have to, and ultimately, I feel like that's a lot of money, and especially if you don't know exactly like what you want to do. Um, because college is expensive, and you got to really want to go, because otherwise you're kind of just wasting a lot of time and money. Thank you for listening to the very first episode of Best Bang for Your Buck Scholarship Talk. I would like to give a very special thanks to Holly Slusher for being a great guest today. Slusher gave us a lot of great tips today that are sure to help you land scholarships in the competitive market that we're in right now. Our best tip might be that you can reuse your essays and just add or take away what is necessary for each application. Make sure you tune in next week for episode two. Have a great day and a wonderful night.